Hey guys, again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. And if you love what you see, and I know you do, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would mean so much to us. Yeah, it absolutely means the world to us. Helps us get out to the wider audience, really just capture more people that we can help you with this show. Again, if you're getting value, check us out. Thank you again. So grateful to you. All right, so in this second cup of coffee, as you can imagine here, Peely's got the Aloha Grown mug uh, filled with coffee. I am sitting here um, brass knuckled up minus the coffee, but I, I do have it and I am here with it. So today we're talking about who you are is not your job or your job is not you. It does not define you. are not you. your job. Um, we did a video on this um, recently, and and there was a comment because I could see they they didn't actually watch through the video. But um, so you're telling me you should quit your job and go out there and be unemployed like everyone's around you searching for a job? N- not at all. It, it's it's that we are us, and we are who we are, and that's who is going to find fulfillment. Your job as a truck driver, your job um, working in finance, your job as a school teacher is not you. That's that's what you do. But who you are is what you represent. It's how you show up. It's it's you. It's how you build your foundation. It's how you just really set your standards. And that's going really what carries through. And you do your job, which carries through on already the person you are. But your job does not define you. And attaching your self-worth to your job, that's where the disappointment comes up. That's where you you spend your time on the comparison to others. And we waste time looking at what others have and, and we miss the moments that are the growth. And there's so much to dig in right there. I mean, just the comparison factor. Well, you go ahead, cause I'm gonna steal your coffee while you do. <laughs> My coffee's hotter, I get it. Um, it's just, it's, it's everything. I mean, your job is not you. Your job is part, could be part of who you are. It's a very important thing that you do. It's what pays your bills. It's what you are proud of. It's what you love to do, maybe. Maybe it's something you don't love to do. But if it's something you don't love to do, why would you make it such an important key part of yourself? Find that is find those things that are a part of you that that make you shine and make those things a part of your yourself. I understand yeah. sometimes we have to take on those jobs, those money makers that we don't necessarily want to do, but it's in front of our faces. And that's what we're thinking that we have to do to get by, to take that next step. And mm. that, that is fine, but it does not need to define who you are as a person, who you are as a person is what is deep down inside. They're they're your goals. It's the way you treat your family. It's the way you treat yourself. It's the way you connect with your God. It's the way, it's the way that you connect with the world. That is who you are. You are not your job. It's, it's that point. And I've been guilty of it, of, of living to work, right. And letting that set the narrative. I remember, um, when, when things happened that I, you know, I got, I got sick and I wasn't able to to finish out playing football in college. My identity was so wrapped up with that, that it was a hard twist, right? It was a hard twist for me to, to just find myself worth for a moment there because I was lost and wrapped up in what I thought was my identity. Um, and that can be very difficult. That can be very difficult if you're perceived as something that you represent representing yourself as, as your job or as your profession. And great, that, that can be your first identifier, but who you are and how you represent yourself is what makes you 
really the identity in that job. And so, you know, if you can be two different salespeople, right? Selling the same product. But if you're asking these salespeople that's always looking for a shortcut and yelling at people, telling them that this is the best option, you need to take it or you'd be stupid. But yeah, and you're getting that point. Well, that that's you representing yourself. But if you're that person that comes upon and just offers the goodness and doesn't push it upon people, well, in most circumstances, that's the person who always wins out because that's the true person, the true nature. And other people identify with surrounding himself with someone who's friendly, someone who's engaging. That's someone that that will treat them like a person. Um, on, on our, uh, we have a, a monthly talk where we talk to a lot of people who are either investing in multifamily or looking to invest in in apartment buildings. And uh, one of the questions was, well, how do I talk to a broker? And my immediate response was, like a person. Yeah. So many times we, we, we see people as gatekeepers. We see people as, oh, that broker, that's he is. He is a broker. No, he's a person first. He's a person or she's a person who, who has a real life, who has other obligations, other things happening there in their day, in their in their series of, of events that happen upon the day. And the more you can talk to them, be interested about who they are, what they do, and remember these things. Remember the things. they You get on the phone, they talk about how their, their kids just had their wisdom to that. Two months later, you know, you, how, how are your kids feeling about that? Understanding because you're identifying with them as a person. That's what's going to create a relationship. Not saying, hey, show me the numbers. Let's get this deal done in this point. You're just going to be another number in the crowd because you are not separating yourself because you're not bringing your true identity to what you actually want to be. And I was just thinking to myself about this, this topic, because Jason and I are pushing a lot about thought and and mindset and fitness and taking care of the whole person. And we talk about real estate a lot, but sometimes I call myself out and I feel like others have kind of silently called myself out me too, because I don't, I feel like I don't talk about real estate enough. Um, but then I realize I love doing real estate, but I'm not real estate. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have to spout numbers and tell you how amazing my market is and, and let you know about every nitty gritty thing that I'm doing in, in real estate. I don't, I don't need to do that. If you have any questions, yes, please ask me. I would love to answer any questions that you might have. But the thing is, I am not real estate. I am not. I am. I am. I am Peely, and I love. I love to run. I love fitness. I love sharing my aloha. I love doing all these things, and I love sharing my knowledge on real estate. It's not the only thing I do. So, I have to stop calling myself out on that and just do the things that I love to do and I love to share. So we got this question, you know, I hate my job. I basically can't get a different job and it just, it just consumes me. Right. And uh, Mankachi, I'm probably, probably really um, butchering that. So I, so I appreciate um, So the, the hardest thing here is to, is to understand that, that how you show up for that job mm -hmm. will lead you to your next job. And I I've done jobs too. I mean, um, I remember, you know, in college, I would have to work two overnights working on a dock in the middle of winter, wearing three snow hats to load trucks just to pay for school. And then wake, I literally go from that job right to class the next morning with my eyes, almost like glued shucks. I was so tired and then get back to a frat house where people are going crazy throughout the day and try and sleep through a few hours to do it again. No, I didn't like that job. But I, I, I understood that if I just put the time in and serve, it, it's going to build who you are and show who you are because that's going to give you your next scenario. You never know where that next 
chance or that next position is going to come from, right? So if someone shows up and, and you are really just excelling in, even in a bad position, that's going to at least give you an opportunity. If you, if we see people in jobs where they just, you can understand that they just, they don't like it and they hate it. Well, so you get that feeling from them. And that's a choice that we can take. We can say, okay, I, this isn't ideal for me, but you know why I'm here? Why don't I just change the narrative and I'm just going to make the most out of it? Cause, cause here is not where I want to be. Just like you're saying, I'm going to move somewhere else. I'm going to move to a new position. I'm going to no, move to a new job right now. I need where I am. So let's make the most out of it, put my best foot forward and the chance for me to do something else will come. Um, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be quick, but at least there you can start saying instead of hating this, okay, this isn't what I want, but I'm going to enjoy this point because this is where you learn a lesson. This is where the struggle is built. The struggle isn't built. And that's why you see a lot of people who um, whose parents are rich and, and the kids can't get off the point because they've had everything given to them. So they haven't had to learn the lesson of, of how to overcome the hard things, how to overcome the struggles. Here, you get to see the struggle and that's where you get the good questions. That's where you find your growth. That's where you find the next step in your life. So everything that just Jason just said, I mean, if you're watching this past the live, go back and rewind that because that was key. We've all had jobs. And if you're in one that you don't like right now, I understand. I and mean, once mm -hmm. upon a time, I was a hostess, which meant I bust tables and I got dirty. I like took dishes off the tables. I learned how to carry like five full glasses of water in my hands. So that was like one of the things that I had to do to keep mm -hmm. this job. I had to, there was, I mean, there's a multitude of things that I had to do it with a smile on my face because I didn't have the technical ability to wait tables at the time. So but I they learned become on the, the job. best stories for later. Exactly. Exactly. And I, built my knowledge mm -hmm. and I showed up to work and I showed up with a smile and I showed up feeling grateful for the job. And if it's something that you really, really just cannot do anymore, if it's something that's just tearing down your soul, then what's keeping you there? I understand that there are things that we have to do to make money, to pay for, pay for our, our homes, pay for our lives, take care of our families and all these things. I understand that. But if it's tearing at you so hard, maybe there's another decision that you just, another choice that you're just not seeing. And if there is no other choice, and this is the only job that you could ever get at this moment, then find that one thing that you can hold on to, that it's a bright and shiny light in that job. But to get back to what we were saying, that job though, whether you hate it, whether you like it, it's not you. It's not you. It's not you. So that, you are who you bring out to exactly, be the person and how exactly. you show up with anything is how you'll show up with everything. Mm -hmm. So if you show up in saying, okay, I'm just going to turn my mind around. I'm going to have the best thought about the day. Well, then when that opportunity comes, guess what? You're going to be ready. But if you come out with a negative perspective, well, that's when we miss the quote unquote luck that shows up on our doorstep because we're too busy thinking about the bad instead of just looking at the good. Even if the good is just such a glimmer right now that it's barely something that we can even see. But if you shine your light brightly, brightly shining lights have a tendency to be attracted to you. So if you open your heart and your mind and yourself to the opportunity, chances are maybe that opportunity is right in front of you, but your the negative mindset has you so blinded that you can't see it. 
So open your eyes. So uh, I had a great podcast with John Marone earlier. Oh, it's got a awesome. tremendous story. I'm going to make you watch it because it's going to come out in a few <laughs> yes. weeks and it's just so good. But the, the, the overall theme is that sometimes we just have to focus on that next step, right? Because the, the big why, everybody talked about this big why, we're not, we can't, mentally grasp you know this this glorious you know um achievement yet because we're not ready for it but we can understand that we don't want to be where we are so what's that first step that you can take to move in the next direction what's that first step and you know i made the analogy if i want i'm here in new jersey if i want to move to california and i don't have gps and anything else well the first thing i need and i'm going to walk across the country the first thing i need is to get a compass that can show me where west is right the next step is start walking west and that's all i know so california may be there I don't know how to get Somewhere there, so I can't think about and and my big why is get to California, but I can't think about oh California, California because I just need to know how do I go west. First step. So if you're not in a position where where you like it right now, what is that first position? And sometimes the the best thing when it's really tough, like you want to get crush yourself with a workout. Some of the, the the best thing to do is just smile in the middle of it because then your brain's like I don't know what just happening right now. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Something's making you smile, even though this is really hard. And then everything goes haywire and you get the workout done. All right. That's a pretty good in and out. I think so. So, yeah, we don't want to. Let's just take that and see what's that one step you can do today. Just one step. And if you look at that one step, I guarantee you it's going to bring the greatest you out all the way through your future. He's hitting some buttons. So I'm going to let her hit buttons. What, what, I, don't know. I, do? what I do here? I, I'm, I'm going to hit some buttons. He's gonna hit okay, some so buttons. I hit some buttons. Huey hit some buttons. So uh, Alicia, uh, oh, Alyssa. I'm sorry, Alyssa. Thanks so much. We appreciate you too. And of course, have so much of you checking us out over our community. So text us at 908-224-6876. And if you text Aloha, that is the 10 power steps that we emphasize and utilize in our day to really take action. We'll text all that over to you. So 908-224-6876. And text not your thing. Go over to Fit Rich Life. You can get our weekly newsletter. So we're going to see you tomorrow. And tomorrow is a six-year-old will be present in the house for the first time. That's going to be exciting. So we're going to be super excited for that too. We will see you tomorrow when I hit this button. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day, bringing us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check this out. Can't wait to see you.